Yes, yes, people. It's M hosting today. Welcome to the fifth instalment of season two. I hope you're all well and safe and moving into this new era, so to speak. Before we get into it, just a quick reminder that if you look at the description of this podcast or any other episode, there will be links to all of our social media platforms. So spread the word, share, subscribe and follow. So, boys, we finally got to this episode. Relationships. Now, people, if you can remember on our pilot episode, we were talking about how our experiences shaped our life. If you also remember, um, I parked relationships. I remember saying um, because of the complexity, the topic deserves a podcast on its own. So here we are. Okay. So T S J K. Are you there? First and foremost. Yeah, yeah make sure. Of course, fam. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get in there. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. All right. So before I go into some opening questions, um, or the an opening question, I'm just gonna do just to get the juices flowing, get the mind flowing, get the brain flowing. So uh open floors open. Can everyone, and this is in the element of balance as well, can everyone give me two bad traits? That you're aware of in a past or present relationship bad well, traits of yourself. ourselves yeah of yourself mm, okay this first section is going to be about more about you just to give you the heads up fire away for me i can be selfish and it's only been within the last day pushing three years that i've learned how not to be but i say that's probably one of my worst traits so i can be and sometimes it's, it's not an intentional, intentionally being selfish. It's because I'm used to doing things a certain way or my way, should I say, for so long. And that's done me so well for so long. But then recently I've had to learn otherwise. So I say that. And probably secondly, not speaking enough on things. Okay. Yeah. That's where I'll leave it with that. Um, for me, bad traits of myself. <laughs> in terms of relationships, uh, one of them could be too truthful in terms of the, sometimes I don't know when to hold things back if it needs to be said sometimes. Oh, it needs to be said. One. I hear that one. <laughs> maybe I could have chosen the time in which to say it better. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That and uh, I don't know how, how can I put this in? There's no word to describe it, but just being unbothered by certain <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Unbothered by certain things that's going on that doesn't interest me. Cool. I hear that. I can relate to that. I can relate to that for sure. I think just just before anyone else jumps in, I think for me, just touching on what Jay and Essa said, uh, a small stubbornness for me, I'm very stubborn and that can have a real knock-on effect. Um, yeah, I hear energy. that. Uh, but I'm not as stubborn as I was probably five, ten years ago. I know that for, for true. Um, and there's reasons for that. And also, just like you said, Jay, actually, this can be a good and a bad trait is... I can be honest. I can be, sometimes I can be too honest if there's such a thing. I don't know if there is, but 
is what it is. Um, I think sometimes just tailoring my words to an audience or where it's palatable for the years, if that makes sense. Um, I know that sometimes I can cause a lot of damage from an honest point of view. TK. Yeah, um, that's a um, good question. And it's, um, it's actually quite easy for me to answer. Uh, there's been a lot of reflecting um, that I do. And uh, I think the older you get in your years, you kind of reflect more on decisions made. You kind of look in the mirror and think, why am I the way I am? Um, and who do I want to be in future? Um, so um, it's quite uh, simple uh, in regards to my flaws or my weaknesses in regards to relationships. And that is being blunt. I'm a very blunt person when I need to be to be, and I'm very sim simplistic. I don't believe I need to um, have a long-winded explanation into what I feel is what I feel. I will say what I have to say, and that can be mistaken for not caring. Um, and I think that's the reflective side, is that I can see how other people or partners might see that as uh, being uncaring in their eyes, whereas in my eyes, I just want to get it out short, succinct, to get straight to the point. Um, and that can be seen as you lack emotion, that you're blunt, etc. Um, my second one as well is my fiery nature. I do have a fiery nature and I just don't have time for rubbish. I don't have time for rubbish. If you bring rubbish to the table, I'll, I'll clear it. And um, Jeez, that's a bar. That's, that's all I can say. That's all I can say about that one. And when I say fiery, no, I'm not talking about getting physical. I've never hit a woman in my life. But if you don't control the fiery nature, it can escalate. Um, so being aware of it is the, is the first step to controlling it. The most, two, well, the top two for me, um, one, which took me some time to realize uh, through trial and error, I was ignoring red flags. I used to just go with the floor kind of guy, you know, it is what it is. I'm not thinking long-term. It would always be like, oh, it is what it is. Next month, we'll see how it goes. Um, which led me to some, yeah, crazy parts. Um, and yeah, through obviously trial and error, you then rectify that and realize, okay, this is what I need to do. These red flags matter than anything else. Second one, I am still working on that one. I'm not gonna lie, I pick up on every single battle. Not as much now, but before, I would argue about anything and everything. <laughs> right? Something, someone says something in a way that I don't think is right. Um, I'm like, yeah, let's have it. Even if, like, even with attitude. But I'm learning now with time, there are times when you need to ease off. If someone is in a bad mood, it's not just about you. It could be that someone is just in a bad day. Yeah, you're going to get the brunt of it because you're the closest person to that person. So you ease off, you just realize, okay, let me take a step back. Let me give them their space and let them breathe and vice versa as well. And through communication, I'm learning. But yeah, um, those are the main ones. Obviously, it then feeds into ego, a little bit stubbornness there and selfish, 
I think we've all got those little traits there that we're trying to not even get rid of, but just, yeah. you know, maintain and keep him in check. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because some of the things, even though maybe my questioning, I'll use the word bad, but actually some of those traits aren't necessarily things that need to be uh, gotten rid of completely. Um, I think from what everyone said, a lot of the things that we've said that we may deem as bad or things that we need to work on, actually, these are things, and I think S um, alluded to it um, on his piece, is that that's because that's actually got us through life. I think some of these traits that we need, we've had to, having that one SAF DNA, we've had to have in order to survive, in my opinion. Um, but in the element of fairness and balance, can you guys give me two good traits that you are aware of? Because we're all very well, like when it comes to talking about people, we're very good at talking about people. Or if we, when it comes to talking in talking about relationships, we're very good about talking about the other person or whatever, but actually do we actually, as men talk about our own good traits that we bring to the table, uh, keyword there. Um, so yeah, just two good traits that you are aware of that you have had or have in a, uh, past or present relationship. Floor is open. Yeah. Um, what's it called once again on the reflective scale, when you had time to really sit down and think, um, about where you should be going. Um, this is almost the flip side of seeing your negative traits. You also think about, okay what's the counterbalance? So I think, I think that's a very good um, point to actually come into as well. Um, with my first one, my first one is loyalty. Um, if I'm with you, I'm with you in it. Um, and I expect it back. And um, what I mean by loyalty is if we're in a relationship, yeah, I've chosen you, you've chosen me. Um, so that should, that's not even a discussion point, if that makes sense. Um, and if you step over that line, which I, 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 I have been stepped over um, in regards to that line in the, in the past. Um, it's difficult um, because you're playing with someone's uh, life. You're playing with someone's emotion. And um, I almost feel like the commitment that I offer is also a weakness of mine at the same time because uh, I'm 100 in. Like if, if, we're, if, if you're mine and I'm yours and we're going to do a thing, I'm 100 in. And um, that can leave the door open to a broken heart. The second part uh, for myself is consistency. I offer that in a real, real, real relationship, whether she likes it or not. Um, I'm not a person that changes. I, I'm not, look, I'm 30 plus now. I'm not saying that because of my age, I'm not going to change. Yes, I will change, I, I adapt and learn if I see fit. And what I mean by if I see fit, not that you don't have a say, but it needs to make logical sense to me. At this current stage, um, the way how I will be within a real relationship might be good at the start because we're getting to know each other. But when that same character is there in five years time, in one year time, in two years time, you might not like that character, but you knew what you were getting because I'm consistent. So yeah, um, that might be the factor as, as well. So loyalty and consistency, um, that's what, that's two of the traits I offer. There's of course, there are more, but these are the two that I want to put down. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. For me, my first one, which I found quite easy to come up with, is patience. My, my patience, I think maybe through the work that I do, um, through my children, 
I do have patience. Not to the point where you, I can get mugged off, but I am a patient person. Like, I'll take it all in, I'll listen, I'll analyse it, and then we'll go forward. So I think within a relationship, I think patience is quite important. Secondly, this may come, this, this could go to the other side, but I think my independence, and why I say that is, in a way, there's not much that I can't do for myself that someone else can't do for me. And I think within a relationship, that's kind of rubbed off. But I don't expect my dinner to be done but when I get in from work, those kind of things. Like, I'm happy to, to work around all that kind of stuff. So patience and my independence. Yeah. Um, for me, the, the first one, like Kay said, is all you can sometimes be a weakness at the same time. But um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a, I'm a bit of a sweet boy. Always been. Elaborate. Uh, eh? Elaborate on that term that you just used. So <laughs> I am the the romantic type, okay. right? So I, I think obviously growing up influence of music and stuff like that, I've always see myself like I'm the, the flowers guy, I'm the doors guy. Um, and I'm, I'm in, if I'm interested, I'm showing it 100%. I, I'm, I'm interested in this is where I want to be. And sometimes it, yeah, it can lead to being told, oh, you're too nice. They don't know the other side, <laughs> clearly. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's just, I go with my good side because that that is the the ninety percent of it. That's one. Um, two. I strongly believe in roles, and I like to play my role as the man, as the provider, and protector. So obviously, there's a lot of things under that. Yeah, those are my my main two good ones. Cool. Cheers, T. Mr. J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, good. Yeah, I should pretty much share what everyone said so far. But for me, um, I would say one of the uh, number two would be um, I'm a builder by nature. So, you know what I'm saying? Not in terms of like laying bricks, but laying bricks in the spiritual sense or the emotional sense, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm a builder from a relationship with you. I'm going to make sure, like, if things, certain things that you want to do, I'm going to help you get to that, those things. I'm going to teach you new things as well as I'm learning new things. But in the past, my good role has always been to, you know what I'm saying, show, expand the, the thinking and expand the way of life and seeing and understanding. So I think, yeah, I'm good at that. And that's been like a plus in my relationships in the past. And secondly, um, I'm understanding. Like, uh, I'm a good listener. So um, there's not much that, like, really can't phase me, if you know what I'm saying. 
like I'll, I'll be open to hear and understanding in terms of feelings and wanting to do certain things and like if you want to say you want to make a certain business move it's like okay I'm gonna listen to it and I'm just add to it like I said more of the building but I'm definitely understanding and trying to get the best out of both both parties in a relationship yeah I like that I like that from all of you guys to be fair um and I hear it all and um for me just to kind of move on um I take elements of not that I'm trying to steal anyone's part but I can relate to all of those I think like I said before honesty can be a good and bad and I think but that's still one of my my own good traits uh because that's all you, that's what you're going to get from me you're going to get the honesty like if I say this is not right or that doesn't look right or that doesn't sound whatever it is in conversation with uh my partner like you know you're going to get honesty with me and I also think um with that honesty just another good trait of mine is the ability to kind of <laughs> see into the future if that makes sense so in uh, the ability to observe and kind of see what actions cause reactions what things can potentially happen if this move is made like I'm a as everyone knows I'm a big thinker and I think actually haven't haven't been able to think and having the calmness about you even though sometimes without kind of airing anyone out but sometimes my calmness actually uh irritates because I'm so calm under certain conditions where most people wouldn't be um that can alleviate a lot of pressure in the long run so yeah thanks for that boys um just to kind of like I said just to kind of get an understanding how you guys feel we don't talk about these things enough I think this is the first time actually if I was being honest that we've had yeah this type of conversation definitely um just yeah, highlighting our own individual yeah. so and that's a milestone yeah. and I'm just throwing it in there as well what I'd be really interested in is what would our ex-partners say about us <laughs> yeah. well, they, <laughs> that 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 would be a you know what that would be a level. Listen, listen, listen. Let me put this out here. Yeah, let me put this out there. If they ever want to do a podcast, yeah, obviously I have creative control over it. But if they ever <laughs> want to do a podcast, well, but they get but there's a chance for rebuttal. Mm-hmm. Come. That's yeah. what I'm 100, saying. 100%. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> Thanks for that, Kay. <laughs> um, There's right, always right, one, right. in it? There's always one. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. Because, we are, listen, we have to understand, and even to the listeners that are listening to us right now, we're human, yeah? And yeah. we all have past and whatnot. We're never going to uh, get away from that. So it is, what it is what it is. All right. Thank you for that. Right. So my first kind of real question, boys. Uh, for you guys to think about and if you need a moment to think about it that's cool it's fine whatever how did you learn because you've mentioned to me about certain things that you're good you're bad out bad at or things that you bring um strengths i think Kay mentioned flaws weaknesses whatever you feel how did you learn to be in a relationship well on my side um in regards to how i learned to be it's strange because it's not like you sit in school, it's not like you get a lesson class, it's not a qualification or anything exactly. like that. So the word it should learn, be. It should be. I think it should be. I, I do. Um, and I've and I think there's certain traits and aspects that you need before you get into a, a real relationship. Um, that quite a lot of people don't actually have. 
um, maturity being one and knowing oneself being the next and, and also being selfless. Um, they are traits um, that are very hard to learn and a lot of adults are still learning that to this day. It is definitely trial and error. Um, it's, a, it's a massive mixture of trial and error. Things go wrong. Okay, that one failed. Okay, what have I learned from the past? Okay, let's not bring that into the future one. All right, let's see how things change. Let's see how things differ. And um, understanding that you only control 50% of the real relationship. So as much as um, I've got into a mindset where I felt, what, what could I have done better? What could I have done better? Well, no, half the responsibility is on the other half as well. Um, so for me, definitely was trial and error. Um, and the major first experience of a relationship for me was my mum and my father. And that showed me what I wanted. Despite all the flaws, I saw and still see more positives. Um, despite the battles, this, this, despite the stress, despite the blood, sweat and tears, that's a figurative speech, by the way, the love was there. And when I say love, I don't mean no Disneyland Paris business. I don't, I don't mean no princess and you've got this handsome prince coming up and everything's all la di da di da No, 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 I'm talking 10, 20, 30 years, 40. Yeah, you know I mean, soon to come. That's what I'm talking about, yeah? When you get to a stage of true love, it's not about the whole la di da It's not about the flowers and it's not about the holidays you go it's not about the things you buy your partner it helps but that's not the true love the true love aspect is who are you gonna die with man who are you gonna die with who wants to be there by your bedside to the end of your days that's love level yeah it's that simple i don't believe in no love at first sight that's lust at first sight how the hell can you love someone at first sight and you don't understand nothing about them apart from what you physically see that's lust. You got to learn to love someone, man. And I saw that within the relationship between my mum and my father. Yeah. And I pay homage to them, to whoever, because I grew up seeing that as a rarity. Not a lot of people from my background had their mum and dad in the same home. Okay. There was a little up, uh, up and down. And I, I, I experienced, um, a, a period of time where I was that. But for the most part, my mum and dad was in the same house. And that's a rarity amongst people who I grew up with. Yeah. So that's what I saw. And I saw, you know what, you, you battle through things, you stick through things. I don't think people have much staying power nowadays. I honestly don't. Like at the touch of a button, people are so quick to say, Allow this, even if you've got kids. Literally, literally. No one wants to fight for what, what they have anymore. And it's, I, I am speaking in, in I'm general, but it's because just that nature of traditionalism, that nature of build what you have, that nature of fight through it, that nature of let's work through it. I think that's just gone. And I think people got so fickle because they have other options. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay, I, I hear that as well. And um, I'm glad you mentioned uh, growing up and just 
people around you. I think my learning came from just learning from other people and actually learning from uh, some of you guys, just especially when we're younger, you kind of learn as you go because if you don't have a lot of direct platforms, which I didn't, even though my mum and dad were married, but that was before I was born. So there's an element. So for me, in terms of learning examples, I saw the wedding pictures. I So I saw there was a time where there was a relationship where there was quote unquote love. You see the pictures there. You see them both, your mum and your dad both smiling. So there's a source. However, obviously when things break down, you don't really see much of that. And there's not much of that in our community as much as it would have been many years ago. So the next layer is actually looking at your grandparents and what, and, and I can kind of relate to the fact that actually it's not necessarily the lovey dovey things I saw grandparents or family members do It's actually the, the structural things that people done. So you'd go as, as a young child, you'll go to like your grandparents at certain times, whether it's kind of like the Christmassy times or whatever. And it's that you're going to Nana and granddad's like, and they're a lot older. So they've obviously been through a long period of time where that, their next generations can come and see them. So in terms of relationships, so that would shows me what they've, they've even from a young age, they must have gone through so much to get to a certain age of being in their 60s and 70s, where they can actually bring that other generations into their home. Um, so as a baseline, that's always been a, a, a small or a touching kind of possibility in my brain that actually what well, it can be done it can be done and like going back to what i said about the organization and structure we've all been there with regards to our our culture at functions whether it's a wedding whether it's a funeral whether it's a, a christening wh whatever it is if you're in charge of it or even the barbecue like there's just a certain organization that's going on it's like an, un an unspoken dialogue between whoever's living in that house and they're little bits of relationships that I've kind of picked up on in terms of how or what I've seen anyway in, in, my, in my life. Um, there's other things, but just as a nutshell, they're the things I hold on to. Anyone else? Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I like that you, you brought in grandparents, you know, because, yeah, I had, to, I had to think about that one when you first posed the question. And that's the first thing I went to was for me with my grandmom, my mom's dad. Um, sorry, my dad's mum. It was love for me she had to start with. It, it was to show you that, right, this is what love is. I'm not saying my parents didn't love me or anything, but parents has to be parents sometimes. Mm -hmm. So you might not see that side as much as you, you want to see it. It's there, but because That's a very they have to be parents... That's a right. very key point, man. I like that. So my my grandma, there was no rules. There was no discipline. It was just pure joy, love, laughter. So that's where you, you sort of get the, the first sight of love. And then looking deeper into it, you, you then realise, actually, there's more happening here. When I used to, like you said, going Christmas, we used to go to my grandma's and my granddad's, right? And you'd see how they are. 
they're playing their roles. Like you said, there's this unspoken rule of someone is doing this, someone's doing that. It's team playing without even no conversation. And also going back on what Kay said about people just throwing relationships away. I saw my grandma being the glue to certain situations that was happening, whether it's my parents or my uncles, my aunties, where they'll be like, listen, this is what happens in relationships. Stay in there, fight for it, endure, you're fine. These the relationships are not smooth sailing all the way through. That was my grandma at the forefront of that. So when there was issues where even my mum was like, oh, I'm done, I'm walking around, my grandma would be like, no, no, no. Let me tell you a story, sit down. This happened, that happened many, many years ago. And I thought the same, but here we are. And I think that's missing in our community now. Yes. We don't have those people that will say, listen, the idea of relationships you've got is not it. Stick in there. Mm -hmm. Right? So that was sort of the, the younger age. And then getting older, like I said, I, I was more looking into like my, basically my dad had like a blockbuster version back on where I would watch a lot of movies, I'd see movies, I'd listen to music, the George Thomas's, you know, the lot. They're talking about relationships, right? And what a man does. And that's what the fantasy I had in my head, oh, this relationship. But getting older then, getting into a first relationship, you realize there's, with passion, there comes arguments and the rest of it, right? Whether it's jealousy, whether it's possessiveness in a good way, because you you love someone, so you want to make sure that they are yours and there's no harm that will happen. That can cause frictions. So you leave that one, you tweak it, okay, you reflect. What did I do? I was more concerned about what I did than what someone did. Because I found out through Tower and Error a couple of times that what someone else did is not going to help you move forward. What can help you move forward? is what you did. Whether someone did the 90%, you need to work on your 10% that you contributed mm -hmm. to. Because that way, the next relationship you go into, you've got a better chance. If that doesn't work, okay, what did I do wrong then? Okay, yeah, I tried this much, but I didn't execute it as much as I wanted to. So the next one, you're giving yourself a much better chance every time you step into a relationship. It's not gonna be just one relationship it's a goal. Some people are lucky. I've, I've seen stories, I know stories of people, childhood sweethearts, first love, and they're together all the way through. But because most of them probably, they saw it in their homes with their parents, so they had examples. When you yeah. don't have examples, like most of us in the community, you figure it out through trial and error. Yes. Yep. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that because... It is something that can be done and has been done through the course of time in this in this in Western society anyway, where it has been one person all the way through. But normally there's been a tradition. Uh, there's been kind of a foundation where people can build that from. Um, before Jay or and I don't want to step on anyone's toes here, but another just thing that I thought about when you were speaking to you, another example for me and another uh influence a lot of it would have been from television 
in terms of understanding whether it's Fresh Prince or the Cosby Show or any or my uh, my wife and kids some of that would have filtered into our psyche i believe our psyche is growing up when we're watching when we're just leisurely watching television what do you learn from the cos the cosby anyway. show how did i know um, <laughs> i knew it i knew it i know i knew i knew when i said it as soon as i said it i knew there's gonna be one person who's gonna try and I try and question i'm just wondering what you learned I'm the question answer, right? <laughs> Oscar. But um, I learned a lot from the Cosby Show. Not not the negative stuff that uh, I don't. We don't need to go down that route anyway. Anyway, S and J. For me, like we've already been mentioned, um, family. Um, my parents split up when I was about ten, eleven, maybe. But the co-parenting didn't stop. The respect between my mother and father it was paramount above anything like whether there was an argument whether there was a disagreement and things the respect between the two of them something that i'd take forward into my relationships going going in so that's probably my first example of it and also my my second example would be others other people's relationships not I never had no one sit me down and tell me how to maintain to um, what work needs to be done. But I've seen other successful relationships, not even ones that, that they were married. Relationships where they've been together 30 years plus, all the children grew up together. And you take from them what, what you can. Obviously, not everything's going to work for you, but it is trial and error. If we've not been taught these things, all these roles that we have to take what's in a relationship, a lot of it is trial, trial and error. And that's where I've been, to be fair, along that road of process process of elimination of finding what works, what works for you or what works for the unit that you're in. That comes with wider thinking. But like I said before, the selfishness side has had to dilute in order for things to prosper, in order for things to work for a positive outcome. So, yeah, that's my, that's my little soliloquy for that answer. 100%, 100%. I think um, the only thing what I would say, just for us as community and men, like we've, we've mentioned it several times now about trial and error. The only thing that we need to be conscious of with the concept of trial and error, and I've been there as well, so I'm not speaking about, I'm, I'm, I'm part of that bracket as well, but, and I'm not going to go too much into it, but when children come involved in it, the trial and error part will have, if, if it is trial and error, okay, didn't work out, whatever, I'll move on to the next one. But if you're bringing children along, there's some damage that's going to be done internally if you are then moving on to another relationship whilst there's other children. That, that, of course, is for another podcast, but I think there's something for us to be aware of as a community that that choice or what you feel might be free will to kind of, okay, try the error, let's move on. Um, what impact does that actually have on other people other than yourself? But we'll, we'll come up, we'll get into another podcast on that. But it's a very, I'm glad you guys mentioned that because that is something that we would naturally do if we don't have that background. Can I just add on yeah. that? Um, mm -hmm. so 
trial and error for me is because we didn't have that. Yeah. Right. So I think the message to go forward then should be we need to put ourselves in a position where our kids don't have to do too much trial and error. An yes. error, sorry. Yeah. Whether yeah, it didn't work with us, but we need to put ourselves in a position where we're now in stable positions. That's yeah. That's what I was trying in to relationships. Get to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they see the good outcomes through us. So when they go forward in their adult life, they don't have to go through this. Yep. 100%. Thank you. You, you put it in a better way than I did. Thank you. Jay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I just want to echo pretty much what everyone said. Um, it's literally, I've learned that from seeing my grandparents on my, on my father's side. Um, I grew up in a single home, but um, the men that my mom did bring into my life, they played a a positive role. I haven't, I haven't got anything negative to say about them at this point. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, aunts, uncles, like you said, and my friends, like you lot, growing up with you lot, my cousins, TV, yeah, all those things. Is literally, but then as I was saying yeah 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 i was thinking to myself for me personally like i haven't been in a committed relationship at this point do you get what i'm saying so i don't know if you want to admit that online bro (laughs) that's fine i haven't been in a committed relationship up to this point Mm. so i think learning to be in a relationship for me i still have a lot to look forward to do you get what yeah. I'm saying? I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I like that. They're all different. And this, um, it's good because we're all different. We all had different experiences. Yes, growing up, this is the thing. And this is why it's important to have these type of conversations. Growing up, yes, you, a lot of you man would have kind of, we would have all known kind of what's going on, if that makes sense, in our younger years. But actually, once you start getting into those adult years, we, 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 ha- we have all gone our separate way in life and figuring things out so actually coming back around like actually going full circle now like we used to chat about things when we were young and whatever and you know we've got we've got so many stories we could talk about but actually as adults what stories have we really t- spoken about about us so this is why this is important and moving on to my next question can i just throw something in before you jump onto the next question It'd be very quick yep um this is just uh in regards to, and, and I'm gonna use a Bible verse and I'm also going to use the Greek, uh, which had multiple def- definitions for the word love, um, but I'll leave the listeners to go and, and do some research on that. Um, in regards to the Greek definition of love, they have actually have five different types, sorry, six different types of love that you can experience. Um, Cause I, I don't think we really know what love is. And I don't think if we, try to describe it, I think we'd all find it very difficult. Um, but I'll just say they're Greek words and people can go out there and do their own research. And I apologize if I butcher the, the, the pronunciation of the words. But the first one is agape. The next one is eros or eos. The next one is philia. The next one is philutia. The next one is storge or store. And the last one is xenia six different meanings of the word love 
Did we learn this in psychology? <clears throat> For some reason, this sounds familiar. But yeah, carry on. Sorry. I, I, I think possibly. Um, but I, 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 I might have been Ari. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ari. Uh, Agape. Yeah. Agape. Definitely. Yeah. I remember Agape, Eros. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. Carry on. Carry on. And now I just want to go to uh, the King James Bible, 1611, 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. And because you talked about children and um, how do we know our children love us? And it's interesting. It says, for this is the love of God, that we keep his com- commandments and his commandments are not grievous. And I bring that up to say that those who do believe or who do not believe uh, remove the fact that it's from, from the Bible. I think the point to be taken is, is that one that has created you or one that is in charge that sets the rules, you measure that level of love by what are you doing as, as you are told? I, I, are you doing as I've guided you? I, are you taking on board what I'm saying? Are you trying to do the right thing? Um, so obviously if you're a good parent, um, that obviously comes into it as well. So yeah, I just wanted to say that. And um, yeah. Cool. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. All right. Another self-reflective piece, boys. Uh, because we live in a society where it's shaped by the wants, demands and needs of everyone else. Sometimes it seems like everyone else other than yourself. But what I want to know or what, and you, if you're not comfortable with maybe uh, exposing it, then that's absolutely fine. But once again, it's a conversation that we're having that we probably haven't have fully had. Um, what do you, so just talking about the relationships again, just going back to that setting, what do you, T, J, S, K, M, what do you bring to the table in a relationship? Uh, loyalty, stability, uh, understanding, uh, a pathway to build more spiritually, emotionally, physically, everything. Um, I could do everything. Like S said earlier, like okay, I, the independence, okay. <laughs> the independence, <Bachelor>. <laughs> the independence. You get what I'm saying? As you as say in Trinidad, no girl can bust no style upon you. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You can't bust okay. no style, you can cook, you can clean everything, making roti, everything. <laughs> no, like, listen, 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 listen. Just let me just, just, just to go, like, before you carry on, Jay, like, this is important. This is important. Like, if I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, we're trying to gas each other up. No, this is important because it's, once again, it's self-reflective, but it's also, how, how often do people ask that question to yourself? Because I know <laughs> a lot, of, I know a lot of times we'll, None. Think we'll, we'll we'll think what does that person bring to the table, whatever. But do we actually? That's actually the first say? time I've actually been asked that question. Yeah, okay. same, same. So, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Jay. Yeah, so it's just basically I can bring the table that needs to be brought. Okay, do you okay. know what I'm saying? In terms of making a successful, viable partnership that can last. However, to sit at the table. There might be some stipulations, but that's for another podcast. Okay, cool. Thank you. Who's next? No one want to bring anything to the table enough? <laughs> no one wants to go in. Okay. Um, 
yeah, that's a good question still. Um, what do I bring to the table? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm learning about you guys right now. Yeah, 100. You know? We're learning about each other. For me, it's commitment. I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. That's yep. That's yep. that's one. Right. I am not. I absolutely will repeat this. I am not going to have a situation where I'll walk away from a marriage. That's not an option. Now that can have its downfalls because I can be intense in terms of actually trying to make sure that's the right thing for me to do. I will dissect everything. Like you said, Ems, earlier, I'm a thinker as well. I look at 10 moves ahead, 10 moves behind. I will analyze things that have happened. I might not have picked up on certain situations. We might have had a conversation, but I'll pick up on it. Why? It's not just from, from someone, it's for myself. I'll pick up from myself. I might say something and then I'll think, did I say that right? Because I'm trying to make sure this works. So that's commitment. Number two, I know it's, it's cheesy to say, oh, you know, I'll bring loyalty. I'll bring... That's on the table. But what I also bring for my, myself and my best quality is I am real. I will say how it is. Mm -hmm. I will say how it is. And that communication has to be on point. I'm not going to lie to you like, oh, you look beautiful. Oh, you, I'm not, not, I think that came wrong. Not like, oh, you don't look beautiful. But <laughs> for example, if someone's got a dress that they want to wear and I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to say, sit there and say, oh, no, 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 it looks good. I'll tell 100. you. 100, 100, man. It doesn't, it doesn't. That's that honesty thing though. That's that, that's that fine line where, but yeah, sorry, carry on. Do you get what I mean? Because for yeah. me, it's important for me because I'm the first person who's closer to you. If I can't be real with you, no one else can. Thank you. Love that. So when you step outside, no. What I've told you is the rule. So when someone side eyes you, you don't consider, oh, I think you lied to me. No, I've told you the truth. <laughs> That's, that doesn't look good on you. It doesn't. That looks good on you. 100. Let's go. That's two. Three, like I said, for me, I am big on playing my role to someone who deserves that role. Before, I, yeah, I got caught where you try and be romantic and do this and do that to the wrong person. That does happen. But when you find the right person, I believe in opening doors for that person. I believe in playing my role as, as a provider, as a protector. Yeah, I rate that. I rate that. Because when you first pause this question, yeah, there's a lot of different ways I can I look at it. And bear with me, yeah, but my first my first thing that came into my mind is dominoes. Growing up playing dominoes, my granddad, my dad, them things, yeah, yeah. 
when you shuffle the pack and everyone draws their cards, you call him Big Six to start the game. Yeah? I learned from early that I didn't always have to lay Big Six. Yeah? So when I'm at the table now, I'm not getting up. And I'm not putting all my cards down at one time. In that first initial meet, I'm getting to know you. If certain things don't arise, I don't need to lay that card. I'd rather keep the game open. If I've got a key domino, I'm keeping the game open. And that doesn't mean I'm going to go fishing for other, other fish now and, and taking my options and all that. That means I want you to be worth it. I need to know that this is worth it. Because like I say, when I sit down at the table, I'm not getting up. So the cards that I'm putting down, I want to be committed to you. I want to be loyal to you. And these, this is what, that's my outlook on life. Like I said, I, I, I'm in my 30s now. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And it's because I used that same analogy going into this. There's no, nothing was rushed. Everything evolved nicely. I can't, I can't wish for anything better. I, I wish that other people had what I have to a certain extent, you know? That, that's where I'm at with it at the moment when, I, when it comes to that table analogy. What am I bringing to the table? That commitment, that loyalty, that knowing that I am nowhere near being in the finished article. Yes. Nowhere near being the finished article. I, I don't think I ever will be. It's forever going to be a journey for me sitting at this table with you. And I'm ready for it. If I'm sitting down at the table, I'm ready for the journey. They're the cards that I'm playing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, man. I love that word journey. I think Mm. that was one of the first words I used uh, with my partner when we kind of made the decision to be in a relationship. And I said, like, uh, that journey of having someone where, you know, just using the car, another car analogy. So if you're driving a long way and you can both drive, of course, uh, sometimes you just need someone else to take the wheel. Like, because you're getting a bit tired and you have that in relationships where someone's maybe driving a little bit, but that person needs a bit of a rest and the other person takes the wheel. And I think that's a, that's one of the analogies that I brought to the table from the off because I wanted people to, I wanted, not people, but I wanted my partners understand like this is my mindset but jay said the building mindset uh always building sometimes the feedback or critique or information that i'm giving out it may seem damaging it may seem harmful but actually it's always it always comes from a place of love because i'm saying it for a reason like you lot all know me i only speak when i need to speak really and truly and I'm like that in the relationship as well like I don't I'm not a talky talky person because I always feel like those people that are always talky talky there's an element of uh, insecurity in that but that's that's just my opinion but as a person I speak when I need to speak so the table the things that that you guys have said loyalty commitment um honesty uh but more importantly, uh, well, and, and consistency as well, but strength. I, re- I truly believe I bring strength to the table. And that, that's 
inner strength in terms of the mind going back to what i said about the calmness like we are always we're always going to come up against adversity we're going to come into crisis situations we're going to have bad days we're going to have good days we're going to lose loved ones we're going to gain loved ones we're going people are going to make us feel a certain way but i can bring strength to the household when those times happen personally and as a man and going back to what he says so I'm, I'm linking in with all you guys now in terms of what you are saying live on this on this pod i can do that i can be in a situation where i'm taking responsibility as a man in my in, in a household to kind of act a certain way roles are important in my opinion now this isn't a derogatory thing when i say roles but there is an element of leadership that i feel is needed in any relationship that i am in now it's up it, it, like Kay said it's 50 50 you only have 50 percent control of the relationship so it's down to the other 50 percent to see how they respond to some of the things that i bring to the table and that's when i bring Kay in yes yes man level up um okay i've heard everything you, you lot have said and massively respect every single part and aspect of what you, you lot are saying and there's some traits actually that i'm hearing that i'm thinking you know what i should take on some of them traits too um because this is a whole learning process and as you said em i'm actually learning a lot about you lot as well and your lot of journeys um so that's 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 important for building a good relationship between ourselves too um the more we know about each other the more we can support each other as well so in terms of what I bring, um, I want to speak about two aspects and these might be a double-edged sword. Um, in my experience, it might have caused uh, the, the breaking of relationships that I've been in. Um, I've only been in two long-term relationships throughout my life and I'm okay with that. Um, I'm very okay with that. I'm not a guy who sleeps around, etc. Um, I'm more about the commitment side of it, um, which is what I stated at the start. So the first aspect that I will bring to the table is pain. Now, oh, pain. No, I said before, I'm not talking about the physical. It might be physical, but I'll come into that part in a bit. So I've never earned anything in my life without pain. That's all I know. I know the struggle. I know the long suffering. I've seen the struggle, I've seen the long suffering, I've seen the pain. I've seen the point where you feel so, and I've experienced the point where you feel so emotionally low and so emotionally torn, it could actually break the character that you've built up over all these years. That's what I bring to the, to the table for the first, if you're not willing to go through pain with me, you haven't earned a right to be with me. Jeez, that's powerful. And I, I understand that. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Like, pain requires work. You understand? And every day you've got to get up and keep building on that. If you can't push yourself, despite everything inside you saying, I can't be bothered. If you can't push yourself to work on this relationship, if you can't get through the pain and you give up as soon as you feel a little sting, ah, I'm out. You don't deserve me. You've got to earn me, just as I've got to earn you. Boom. And I'm willing to put in the work. I'm willing to go through the pain. 
are you is the question. The second aspect of it, again, I speak about the double-edged sword. Independency. You don't have to worry about me, you know. You don't have to worry about me. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I, I am not your burden. Trust me. Yeah, I'm not your burden. Don't feel you have to pick up behind me. Don't feel like you have to sort me out. Don't feel like you have to work hard and blood, sweat and tears to get me to a stage. Now, this is the double-edged sword. She may want to do that to show her affection. And that's the learning that I have to take to be able to sometimes step back and say, you know what, even though I can do it, because she really wants to do it, let me let her do it. And then when she does it, I've got to keep my mouth shut and not critique, because I know if I've done it, it'll be how, how I want it. You know what I'm saying? saying but yeah, definitely. <laughs> so that's a learning aspect. And this is the learning aspect of me as well. I can do, listen, I can do everything in my yard. Everything. Cook, clean, bills, maintenance, this, that, blah, blah, in, insurance, this, that. I don't need no one to run things in the yard for me, you know. And that's the double-edged sword of be, being so independent, is that you don't need to have an aspect in your life to help you get on with your life. So then what's left for them? So that's the other aspect. So that's what I bring to the table. I bring the fact that I am not a burden to you by any means. And I bring the fact, and, and I bring pain. I talked about the physical side. Now I'll quickly elaborate on this. The physical side is, I will sacrifice myself for you if you deserve it. That's fair. Yep. If someone breaks into the home, there's not a question who's dealing with that. My woman's not. I'm telling you now. Yeah, I'm dealing with that. Why? Because I'm the man in here. And you're breaking into my home and this is my woman who lives here. And if I have kids, my kids live here too. So my, my woman, my wife, goes to look after the kids while I'll deal with whoever's breaking in that house. And guess, and guess what? My venom when dealing with whoever's breaking it in my house is going to be more so because I know if I fall, my wife and my kids fall. And I'm telling you now, I ain't falling. If that's what I've got to protect, if that's what I've got to protect, which is what T talked I am about, if I know that if I fall, if this ship falls, then my kids and my woman's at, at risk. Nah, bruv, I'm fighting to my last breath. Don't break in this yard, you know. You, you can break into the neighbours, but not this yard because I'm willing to die. Once again, she has to earn that. <laughs> That's uh, that mentality is what I believe we all have in different ways. However, yeah, that mentality, but that ironically, that mentality does That's put fuck. us does put us one step away from situations more so than other people that don't have that mentality. Um, boy, that is big. Thank you, guys. Like for you guys to tell me that and to tell the world that i guess that's another step that's another step man so i appreciate that blessings for that um 
And viewers and listeners, ask yourself the same questions, whether you're male or female, ask yourself the same questions because self-reflection is part of the foundation of a relationship, whether you like it or not. It has to be, in my opinion. Um, okay, a couple of words, just just snap snappy on this one, boys. You've told me what you bring to the table. What do you want? <laughs> you know I'm going with this. Other than the obvious kind of normal intimate things, I guess, uh, what do you want from your partner or your future partner? Just, I a, want couple, a, good, just, a, just a couple. Um, I want a good business a, a, a agreement. Okay. I want a good business <laughs> agreement. I'll say it one more time. I want a good business agreement. For me, the key word or two key words for me is respect. Respect me respect what I'm about, respect what I bring to the table and my methods and, and my idea of how to live a successful life and family, respect my culture. Have to, you have to respect that and because everything else around it falls, uh, falls in, into that bracket and understanding why you have to respect all of those things. If you, if, if you can, and I say you, and we on we me and my partner on this journey anyway but i'm just talking as if that wasn't the case but once that's nailed and down pat and patterned that's it that's you like that's 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 it for me you've you've got if you get understand those things which i believe is the case then the future's bright that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah, I just want to echo that. Yeah, my two words was respect and loyalty, or loyalty and respect. I don't know which one I value more. But with those two, I can definitely learn to love anybody. So if my partner can show me that, the woman could come and she, she could bring that to the table, loyalty and respect. And then, yeah, like you said, the future's bright. Yeah, I've got... <laughs> you said two, so I'll try to give it two. There's, there's, there's quite a list there. I think the the top one for me is being open to trying new things. So that then trickles into culture, different type of food, different people. The second one is common ground. Mm. I want you and me to be on common terms in terms of morals and values, mm -hmm. our beliefs. Because when we've got that, we can build on anything else. The other thing I just okay. want to echo quickly is people have got different love languages. It's good to pick up on that as well, what your partner brings in yes. and what their love language is. Well, I'm naturally a giver. That's how I show my, I show my affection. Some people are different. Yep. That's, boy, that, <laughs> and I've had to learn that uh, in my later years. Sorry, carry on, yes. Yeah, that was going to be one of my points, um, the love language. And as you've just said, um, it's, it's something that I've only just started to grasp, I'd say, within the last year. 
the love language. And my second point for that, my second key word for this question is communication. Like I said earlier in the, in the, in this pod, that is everything. That is everything. Communication, because without communication, you're not learning everybody's love language. Without communication, you're not learning anybody's feelings. You're not knowing what the where the pitfalls are. You're not knowing what to pick up on. That that there for me is paramount. That's the most important thing is is your communication. Yeah, all you got is a bag of assumptions. Exactly that. And assumptions make an ass out of you and me. Well, all I can say about all of that is that that sounds like very good terms and conditions of a contract. Or it sounds like a code of conduct. That's what I have to say. Just, just, yeah, just what you said there, S, about communication. So true and so key. And I know that because previous circumstances and relationships there has been a lack of communication and just listening back to the very first questions that i asked you guys in terms of some of the bad traits whatever whether it's stubbornness selfishness being too uh too honest or open or being independent some of that because of because of some of those traits the communication is going to be off from the from the jump if i'm stubborn and, I've, and I'm with someone that maybe doesn't understand how to deal with someone that's stubborn, communication is done. If, I'm, if I've just got an independent mind and all I think about or, or, or my mindset is, I don't need anyone else or anything like that, to, to, to a kind of real harsh uh, extent, the communication is going to be off. Part of the communication is actually understanding and actually humbling yourself to kind of understand, right, if I, there's certain things that I want in life, I need going back to what I said self-reflection humbling yourself you know what you know what have i got to lose if i give away 10 percent of my stubbornness like what do i really have to lose like i still know me I, i'm still going to be myself i'm not going to be a, a chief or anything like that i'm i'm not still i'm not going to turn into a soft man or anything like that so what have i actually got to lose like really like from those aspects so communication is key i i really believe that so listeners viewers when we come back we'll be discussing certain and or I'll be asking the boys some more questions around whether race has an impact on relationships. Are relationships a business deal? I'm sure there's a few people in this group that all have some comments on that. Is marriage important? And how do we build a successful relationship? So for now, thank you for listening. We'll come back with a second part. We'll be back with you shortly.